Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe Future, which we'll be talking about tonight. I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Maddie Potter. Hello. And Ellie Martin. Hi. Today we are back to talk about Steven Universe Future. We took a short hiatus and now we are here in the final stretch of episodes before the series says bye-bye forever. Uh, tonight we got the first two episodes in a while, uh, In Dreams and Bismuth Casual. Um, you can find more about our podcast, including previous Steven Universe and Steven Universe future coverage at OverlyAnimated.com. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. So yeah, uh, with most of our shows, we're, we're switching to a bit of an overall focus type situation. But Steven Universe is one of our last remaining legacy shows that we've covered from, from the very beginning of this podcast. So it stands to reason that we should give it the farewell it deserves with keeping it on the micro level coverage, just giving our immediate reactions. And here we are, just like about half an hour or so after it's aired. So we'll go through immediate reactions, how we're feeling about this uh, dive back into Steven Universe for the last last time. Um, Michelle, let's go to you first. Of these episodes in Dreams and Bismuth Casual, what are your initial impressions or thoughts you want to get out? Steven is still sad and doesn't know what to do with himself. Bismuth really gave her pearl and I love it. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, we'll talk about it. I think um, these are interesting episodes to have together. Um, And I'm definitely curious to see where things are going to go from here. Because I feel like they're going to follow the more injury Stephen angst route than necessarily just lovely gay all the time. But like, you know, we got both tonight. Maybe there will be more of that too. I I liked both these episodes. I feel like the second one was just like so many great things all the time and in dreams was a lot more of like okay this is like interesting where are we going with this oh that's where we're going with this well that makes sense yeah you know so i mean i feel like business casual is just definitely more of a standout for me (laughs) but you know if in dreams was more gay i mean i was kind of like wondering if steven's self-insert character was gonna fall in love with the guy in his dream version of the show and if they like like it never actually went that hard so i don't know maybe we'll see <laughs> so you enjoyed the gayer episode what a shock um good to yes. know. <laughs> uh maddie let's go to you now what are your initial thoughts about these two apps uh just by watching these two i really feel like um that the first that these is really show this is setting up the next like eight episodes right mm-hmm. are gonna be about um it feels like each episode is kind of like a sending off for a character. Like this one's the sending off for Peridot. We're not going to see much more about her. And we focused on kind of this theme of fixing people because that's his whole relationship with Peridot. His mm-hmm. whole relationship with Peridot is fixing her and fixing quote unquote evil gems. And I think that that was an interesting way to send her off. I don't know if the episode landed at all the times, but I think it was funny. I think it was cute and reminded me a lot of a little bit of earlier Steven. And then the next episode sending off Bismuth, I think instead of Pearl, um, was also really cute because it kind of had this message of just like moving on and moving forward. And I think it was really great. And we also got a Stevani moment too, obviously. It was really mm-hmm. gay. And I 
I don't know if I could talk about how much I liked um, Bismuth. Bismuth, wait, was it Bismuth Casual? Because like yeah. there was so yeah. much going on that episode that I don't know if I could dig into like all the gay. But I also just I I really loved all the different flavors of lesbian that were there. <laughs> there was like yes. Pearl met up with these girls, and like apparently Pearl has got it all their numbers, and oh. I don't think Pearl understands what that means. <laughs> She just keeps bringing oh. them toilet paper. <laughs> no, but she, but she, she clearly had asked for her their numbers because she, or they had asked for her number at the very least. You imagine if they're just asking her for their number to get more toilet paper? Oh my god! Oh my yes, god. Well, she got that me would be so hooks. good. She's got, though. she's got the hookups. <laughs> that would be really good, though. Yeah, don't worry. We will definitely dig into the gay as much as we can in this episode. Don't yes. you worry. Uh, but Allie. Uh, before we get to that, uh, Ali, um, your in overall impressions about these two episodes or something in particular you want to pull out? Well, they pretty much covered it. The gay really like distracted me from the first episode, <laughs> but there's like, there is, because there's so much going on in both, but definitely in dreams is, you know, there's more baggage that we still have to get past. Like Michelle said earlier, like, where's this going? Oh, we're going here. But then what, where is this buildup going? Like we, I want to see Jasper again and it's all of the, the stuff that does need to be not fixed. That's terrible. But like <laughs> continued, I didn't think about it as, a, as like sending off characters and now I'm just sad, but that's, it's beautiful in that way too. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly also kind of sad when Maddie brought it up because I, I knew in the back of my head, like, yeah, there's not really much place in the world for Peridot anymore, so I gotta embrace this while I can. What do you mean? I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but like, man. you know, it it yeah. fits Peridot very much. That entire episode is pure Peridot distilled. <laughs> so like, it it, yeah. it feels very fitting of her. And uh, and yeah, Bismuth Casual is also just like a really fun time. We sprinkle in the Stephen angst that is the through line throughout this entire future show, and it just keeps going there. But because it's like surrounded by cute stuff, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, but Bismuth <laughs> Casual has has stuff we're going to dig into. And uh, and yeah, in dreams, like it's just really nice to see uh, how far the Stephen and Paradox friendship has come, and the ending is just uh, it. It did not move me to tears, but I felt it welling, like coming up, just like seeing them hug and and cry with each other. It felt very nice. So we'll 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 get into into Stephen's character because that's like the quote important story stuff. But I think we're, most of us are more <laughs> excited about Bismuth and Pearl. So let's go there first because I think that's where we want to want to pour out here. Uh, Michelle, that uh, art I, I forget. Do you ship Bismuth and Pearl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pearl is just so gay. You ship her with everyone. <laughs> it's the easiest exactly. character to ship. I first season, I shipped her with everyone who was there. Um, yeah, I mean, and the show doesn't even hold back because, like, I hadn't thought about them in a while. Just because, like, because you feel it when Bismuth comes back in Bismuth's episode, and she like picks up Pearl and tosses her in the air and holds her in her arms. You're like, oh, and Pearl is like. <laughs> Squealing the whole time. Yes, like, squealing, <laughs> laughing. It's like, and the way she's like, "Who do you belong to?" Nobody. It's like so playful. So when they're in the car and Pearl's like touching her arm and rolling her sleeve up, I'm just like, "Whoa!" Unbuttoning she shirt. unbuttons yes. her shirt. <laughs> she feels right at home, just being 
all over Bismuth's body and like <laughs> moving things around. And it's like, if that's not like a good foundation to start something, I don't know what is. It's so good. And then we get the back half because at first it's like, oh, maybe Pearl's just really like doesn't know she's gay with everyone and that's the appeal of Pearl. But then like Bismuth like straight up more or less says it to Steven. And I was like losing my mind because it's like, oh my God, the show's committing to this. This yeah. is crazy. It's so good though. I think they would be really happy together. The only sad dawning from the pit of my soul was like, this is the last nail in the coffin away from Pearl Mephist forever. <laughs> and like, you know, that is a hard thing to to be forced with every day forever. But like, you know, I want to be happy for Pearl and Bismuth. So I won't hold it against them. Like they deserve to find love. Yeah. Maybe they're open. Like who knows? Maybe they'll form <laughs> with Amethyst. So yeah, I support it though. Yeah, who knows? That, that's always the ace in the hole for shippers, isn't it? But what if it could be Polly, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know, what if it could be the Polly girl? But they have two hands. <laughs> yep, yep, that, that, that's pretty much where everything that ends up. Uh, um, Allie, do you have any favorite Biz Pearl moments <laughs> that you want to uh, show off here? Mm, well, definitely the commercial at the end being the song they put on. And then she sings it because she memorized it too. Uh, I mean, I'm also a pearl shipper with everybody. I'm multi shipper, if you will. <laughs> I, I like it. I didn't know how to feel at first, but uh, after watching it like play through the whole episode, I was like, okay, I could definitely, yeah, obviously ship this, even if it goes down, even though it probably won't. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't. I guess I can't say it was unexpected, but I didn't really think about it either. Okay, okay. Um, Maddie, were, were you t- at all surprised about how this went down? Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, like, the da- like the dating stuff? Sure. <laughs> like, no, because it's Steven Universe. I'm not sure how to, like, answer that question. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alex. I'm just sorry, because, I mean, it's Steven Universe. Yes, I, I kind of expected that. You, you, you have now gotten so deep into the the pool of gay that this show is that really any pairing comes off as realistic to you. Now. Like, okay, okay, I've reached the point where, like, gay relationships are, like, more likely to be than not. Uh-huh. Like, that's true, yeah. Like, that's the point I've reached on this show, that, like, gay is more expected than straight. <laughs> Yeah, you, that, that, that's a fair place to land. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say yeah. I, I enjoyed that that moment between Bismuth and Stephen, where like Bismuth is hyping up Stephen to like, "Hey, you came here for Connie," and in the middle of that, it's like Bismuth came for Pearl, and like her like admitting yeah. that, and like also the. I mean, I feel like this is the thing other shows have done where you juxtapose the gay couple with straight couples to make it more like. Uh, uh, more obvious that they're a couple and here in this situation like everybody's paired off in different ways like you got connie and steven you got the friends in pairs so now that bismuth and pearl are a pair too it's like just really in in your face like look they're 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 here for each other and then of course it all comes together in the end and so it feels it feels great um i also want to highlight bismuth's ponytail is a very strong look it, that that combined yes. with the open shirt oh is like God. really it's okay really she looks so good they're like i feel like pearl's always been a little bit of a soft soft like a super soft butch but like 
Bismuth's like deaf butch through and through, and it's just so nice. That's part of the appeal of their ship for sure, I'll say. It was, she went, yeah, I agree with you, Michelle. She went straight from like soft butch to just be like, whoa, business. <laughs> and it just took that shirt and that ponytail. That's it. Oh man, that shirt. I like still can't get over Pearl just like helping <laughs> yeah, that's herself like, to there the was a lot there. and opening and be like, don't be afraid to show off your gym. I'm like, Pearl, <laughs> you're like pimping Why your ass to people and she's here for she, you. She's a Jewish mother now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Don't forget to show off your gym. Gotta show off your gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's just the accent. And I mean, like, nobody was. Because they're specifically gems and not humans, this is the only time on Cartoon Network you're gonna have someone unbuttoning someone's shirt down to the middle of their chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, oh yeah, but Bismuth and Pearl are very strong in this episode. Um, also, like Pearl has random friends, which is an interesting, uh, interesting. They're development. not random; they're her fan club. Yeah, they're her fan club, according to someone. I forget who said it, but someone says it. I think Bismuth said that. Oh yeah, maybe it was Bismuth. I think Pearl thinks they're a fan club when really they're just friends. <laughs> Do you not say it? I don't remember now. Yeah, but um, um, then any also are are they all like older people? Is there did I like? Yeah, yeah, they were I'm older. I wish I loved for Pearl too because she's like an older woman. <laughs> like she looks great, but she's also like very old. A few thousand years old. Yeah, that's true. Like they they would also like presumably a a, a car commercial jingle. Like that's oh an age demographic. They get along. And also, it's all the mom energy, I right? Really like that—that that for some reason yeah. attracts. Them. I really appreciate girls' practicalness because they're middle aged and they deal with practical scenarios in their everyday life. Yeah, she's she's learning she's learning new mom skills from these older lesbians. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Is it safe to assume they're all lesbians? I mean, <laughs> they all were. At, they, they're at least very queer. Right. No, I know. I was like, please, yeah, God, that, just let me have this. Uh, I think yeah. one of them had like a shoulder spikes, like like a biker kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, they even had like the like flowy. A they even had like the flowy dressed lesbian too. Like it was just like yeah. they had all they, they had three flavors of lesbian here. It was great. <laughs> all of the flavors. <laughs> flavors. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's really what it was, though. Yeah, yeah. And Bismuth's hair is like ice cream, so now I'm just like moving like flavors. Yeah, well, the flavor of Bismuth. That's yeah. the follow up. The flavors of Bismuth. <laughs> When Bismuth goes on a date and Pearl finally realizes Bismuth's like so mad in love with her, and she's like, "Okay, like I guess we can do this." <laughs> and then they, you know, I can't wait. Flavors of Bismuth, it's happening. <laughs> future, future squares. That's, that's it's kind of supposed to be a pun. Michelle, you want the like you you want the made for adult version of Steven Universe? That's all I'm hearing. No, ah! I, I I can no, no, see. Wait, no, that's the wrong way of putting it. No, 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 no. Sorry, I meant to mean it that way. Sorry, I meant the I meant the adult drama show version. Oh of Steven. yes, yes. It's sorry, drama. sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to say that there was porn of Steven Universe. I know. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't, don't don't I mean I'm sure there's there's Bismuth Pearl um erotica and archive of their own, but let's not get into that. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Michelle, what did you say? Nothing. I want 
to get away from that conversation. I'm sorry. I made it. I had a slip up, okay? Okay. Is, this, is the episode title supposed to be a pun? I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, oh, yeah yes, but it's casual. Oh, my God. But I, I, would argue, Allie, come on. I would argue if you're gay and your business casual, it just makes you look more like a lesbian. Like, you know, well, that is, yeah, but that's business world, like, right? She's wearing kind of like a business shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's like a huge butch aesthetic to be exactly. like business casual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so <laughs> um, the, 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 we got the biz pro out of our system. Now we can talk about um, the serious stuff. Oh, I, you I think hope. it's out of our system? I mean, I'm that sure it'll it'll, like... it'll leak into something else we talk about, but uh, I think we got most of the squeeing out of the way. Uh, <laughs> See. Um, th- this episode takes place in a roller rink. I want to briefly ask: uh, Does anybody here know how to roller skate? I'm a f- I'm Steven in that I am very afraid of putting <laughs> wheels on my feet. I I feel well, like okay. I have gone roller skating like once or twice, but I wouldn't say I know how to do it. Roller skating is much easier than rollerblading, which you need to be a magician to know how to do because I don't, rollerblading roller you have to like, like learn how to skating. balance. Yeah, you have Crazy. to learn how to balance like in the middle of your freaking foot, which is impossible. Roller skating, there's four Wait. skates, you can't fail. Really? Just, <laughs> there's okay, four skates on rollerblades too. They're it's just fine. in a different line. Michelle, you're saying that, but now I really want to take Alex rollerblading, a uh, roller skating because yeah. I know oh, yeah. that. She will prove us wrong. She will prove (laughs) you wrong. If you you go slow, you'll be fine. The breaking's the hard part, but that's why you go with a date, so you break into them, and it's like a flirty thing. Ooh. Ooh, I fell on top of you. Oh, clumsy (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going back to this again. No, no, no. This is is related because, look, Steven misses a lot of opportunities with Connie here, okay? Like, he keeps refusing to get yeah. help from Connie. That? That, that, that would have been very prime flirting That's... opportunities. I, I mean, he, I he's like... shocked at how, like, non-flirtatious like, Stephen was. Like, this could have been a great date opportunity. Connie could have helped him, like, guided him on the floor. Honestly? You know, it didn't happen. Honestly, I think that what's happening here is Connie thinks they're already dating. And oh, it's just like... Oh, my God. And it's just like... That, <laughs> and it's just like not flirting really heavily because she's just like, wait, yeah, we're not already we're dating. Married, it's fine. It's Stephen. Yeah, like, no. He's like, she's getting away from me. Like we're moving in different directions, and Connie assumes, oh my god, I love that. Like yeah, oh, that's what I. Steven. I think this might actually be where we go. Like the like that's the most Steven Universe direction to go in, wouldn't it? Like to just be like yeah, instead of Connie being like upset or like not into Steven, just be like, wait, what? This is a discussion we need to have. Well, see, and also this is sort of related as well because through, through this episode, Stephen, his problem is that he feels so out of touch with human communication that he doesn't really understand like how to how to deal with these new dynamics. At the end of the episode, at the end of the episode is sort of resolved by them turning into Stevani, a thing he does understand, but that doesn't really resolve the underlying I issue, was right? That too. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Like, see, but you or can't just issue. you can't just fuse every time you don't know what to do in a situation with your best friend. Like, that's gonna but come also, back to bite you. It's cheating, technically, because they're two people. Yeah, they're, yeah, it's 
to Bonnie, they're a whole different person. So they're not even themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I was, I was kind of like, mm, this is not a solution right. for everyday and, conflict. And, and like looking through the lens of Stephen and Kai's relationship, you can like sort of figure out like Stephen sees him as friend that can become fusion and there's nothing in between. Whereas Connie is kind of like, you know, we're dating. That's like closer than being friends, but we don't need to be fusing. And like Stephen is kind of missing that middle step there. I... But I think this is just more fuel to the fire for, like, this whole, like, Connie thinks they're already dating idea. Because she is the one that right. suggests it. She, she like, reaches out to Steven, like, hey, you're good. Let's just fuse. And it's, like, she doesn't even, like, realize there's a problem. Because she doesn't, like, oh. she doesn't really get that Steven, like. Yeah, like, how, when, when she bragged about it, not bragged, but, like, when she said to her friends, she's like, it's our thing, fusion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that yeah. seems a little me. <laughs> and they're holding hands, like, I really think that Connie thinks they're already dating. I honestly think that. I feel like if there's going to be trouble in paradise, it's probably going to come from Stephen's end, then he's oh, probably going to mess it up. Because he's going to overthink, and Connie's going to be oh like, oh, god. I've already sorted this out. But, like, Stephen didn't get the memo, and oh my it all comes <laughs> crashing down. Wouldn't it be incredible if Connie, like, broke up with him, and Stephen's like, what, we were dating? <laughs> oh my god, what if that happens, though? Wouldn't that be so incredible, though? That would be, like, the funniest thing Cause, ever. Because think about Stephen, like, even in um the movie, like, Connie smooches him and he loses his freaking mind, but, like, it never occurs to Stephen to do anything romantic like that. I feel like maybe that's part of it. Maybe Stephen doesn't really know how to have a, a healthy next step in a romantic relationship. Oh my god, it's Rose all over again. <laughs> Stop. No. <laughs> what? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Different problems. Uh, well, it definitely does need to be said that they're dating. You can't just, like, assume. I don't think Connie oh, yeah. assume. No, 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 no. I don't think we should assume from this. I'm just saying, like, they're... Well, no, I mean, like, like Connie, I hope, would be smarter than that to just assume just, that they were dating. Yeah. Any, any child can be really dumb about That's romance. True. That's, That's very true. Any child. Yeah. And doesn't she, like, all her, like, romance stuff is from, like, those knockoff Harry Potter books? Like, I would not be surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has Even no idea. Schmaltz. We forget, but he loves Schmaltz. Connie doesn't as much as him. Like, also, it definitely seems like something that Connie's mom would do. Like, Connie's mom probably hooked up with her dad, and, like, she told Connie this story, and it's just, like, Connie's like, wow, that's really romantic. And from, like, outside perspective it just like looks like normal friend stuff and it's just i'm sure connie's like i could do that with steven yeah i'm just a little scared i feel like something <laughs> oh something bad's definitely yeah. gonna happen i'm just saying that like i think this is a real possibility now and i'm totally on board with it yeah we, we are definitely setting up something with steven and connie so uh, get, get get ready for for that to go through i guess um i'm i'm, I'm, I'm excited let's I mentioned Rose, and that also got me to thinking, there's also the connection that Stephen all of a sudden does not know how to communicate with humans anymore, and this is also a Rose-esque problem, like, not uh, being being so surrounded by gems that now Stephen is awkward around everyone. Um, here we have it uh, manifested in meeting friends of Connie. By the way, Connie has friends. Good for her. Like, Connie finally has some off-screen uh, <laughs> um, development. Uh, but yes, Stephen just the, the, can only talk about gem stuff around them. And this is also a continuation of Steven Universe's future because we've seen him already be awkward with humans. And uh, for example, with Lars and Sadie, he has no idea how to really talk to them normally anymore. So I would, ju- I, I just wanted to highlight 
highlight that that part specifically since that um, feels very uh, relatable to uh, past me in terms, and I guess all people who have struggled with with antisocial stuff, like easing into the world of meeting of meeting friends after being isolated for a while, and you don't know how to even like do conversations regularly. So I I am with you, Stephen, and it will take time, but eventually you'll get around to it once you've got other issues resolved. <laughs> I appreciate really... that. They... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I I do appreciate that he, because he, what he like said was that, you know, he, he's, it's easy to talk to Connie when it's like just one-on-one, but he doesn't know how to talk to her with her friends. And I feel like that shifted in dynamics, a big part of why he's struggling too. Like it's one that he doesn't know the friends, but two, like it's different to talk uh, like to your friend in a group than when you're just the only other person around and I thought that was pretty relatable also. And Allie, what you were going to say? I, when they, uh, hold on, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in you, we got this. Yeah, yeah. No, come back, I'll, I'll get it. Uh, yeah. I'll get it, just hold on. No, and also, like, over the course of this episode, he eventually gets to a place where, like, he can make jokes with them using his experience. Like, he does use White Diamond in the joke, but yeah. it's explained, it's within the context, so it's explained enough, you know? So, like, it feels also like a bit, uh, within this one scene, it feels like a bit of a natural progression from, like, I don't know how to talk to people to, okay, let me find common ground, you know? So, it also feels realistic in that way of, like, the first step to, uh, becoming uh, friends with new people and like start as you as you mentioned michelle like you know connie from the very beginning of this show so you can talk to her about whatever but you need to figure out like what to talk with people who don't know your backstory <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. start start from zero again i like that there's like a contrast well not really a contrast i guess it's like uh, Michelle, you said when he had, or no, Alex, did you say when he had trouble talking to Sadie and Lars? But yeah, yeah. It, now it's like more not painful, but like because he's home, you know, he doesn't go to school, so he yeah. has to talk to kids his age, human kids his age, and that's also like, well, it's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, I, but the mom joke was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, um, they asked like, "What grade are you in?" Uh, sixteen. <laughs> Are you an AP class this? Uh, <laughs> oh, Steven. I'm surprised he didn't just say he was homeschooled, because I could imagine this isn't the first time people have asked him about school, yeah. and that that would have been his, like, ready response, but I guess not. Yeah, that was weird to me, too. I, I guess he's just, like, he has been doing, like, little homeworld for, theoretically, like, at least months, maybe, like, a year, and it's just, like... He just doesn't talk to humans at all outside of Beach yeah. City. And Beach City humans are, yeah. let's be honest, Beach City humans are not normal humans. He's interact with gem stuff all the time, that's true. I don't know if Stephen's ever talked to a, someone outside of Beach City, except for like maybe in the Mr. Greg episode when they travel, ever. Like, you also, know? beyond that, and in even, the like, Uncle Grandpa episode. <laughs> 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 and but also, like, Aren't the people in Beach City a little weird even beyond knowing about gemstone? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> like, Sour Cream is here and, and Onion. Is Onion weird, weird because of gems? That's 
true. I swear I mean aged backwards in future. I don't know how to handle that. Well, you know who's kind of normal? Vidalia. And you know what? We never see her, so maybe there's a connection there. Yeah, somehow Vidalia's the most normal person in the show, and she had the two weirdest children. <laughs> I mean, it's not weird. It just wants to be a DJ. I mean, I don't that's weird (laughs) he's a dj before being successful her husband doesn't say real words so i guess that is a little weird (laughs) look people speak different languages okay no need to make to like consider them outsiders he's speaking like sea language yeah (laughs) he's a sailor right yeah Yeah, he's a sailor Tongue. He he's a shanty down. secretly. <laughs> he's a shanty. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um. Anything else? Okay, from this- I'm sorry. A- a- anything else from, from this episode that you guys want to talk about? Any details? I kept uh, thinking this girl was going to show up. I know. I know. I think this. I think this is the nail in the coffin. Like, if she didn't show up in this episode, she's not showing Pearl up. Fist and Missy girl. Yeah. So many coffins of girls that kind of that. <laughs> but no, dang it, it's business and Pearl. I, I'm resigned to Mystery Girl just never showing up again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. I don't think she's coming back. Yeah, I, I think Mystery Girl was supposed to be a metaphor for Where Pearl moving go? on. But she's not moving on. Her type looks the same all the, you know. But she doesn't anymore. Movie. It's it's Bismuth now. Yeah, it's Bismuth now. I, I just want to know where she Bismuth went. She, Allie, <laughs> Mystery Girl is her own so woman, so and she can yeah, do whatever she true. wants. There's so all many right, girls with numbers, too. She's on her bike finding them all. It's like her Pokemon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Mystery is Girl right. is just really poly, and she didn't realize that Pearl was, like, totally okay with that. Uh, yeah, the, oh so the, uh, no mystery girl check. Anything else from this episode? <laughs> uh, I'm reading through the outline. I don't think. Oh, I really liked uh, Connie's friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. Lamar the and Nikki were their names. My mom's side of the family is stressed out. Yeah, that was that <laughs> was a good. It's show. like same. Yeah. Yeah. And they also like just more casual representation in shows like this. Mm-hmm. Like that's always great. Yeah, yeah, between this and... I also really, I really like the lesbian. Oh, the the lesbian bikers you were saying, Ali? I just, I really liked them. That's it. Okay. I appreciated that they exist. Also, this is a really hop-in roller ring. (laughs) Uh, Just... Yeah, everyone's there tonight for some reason. It's a roller ring. Yeah, but between this and Birds (laughs) of Prey, it's a real big month for for indoor roller skating. The gayest place you can go it is. on a, a Saturday night after um, seven. I'm o'clock. glad they're after, still after, alive. Like for a while, I thought that that was like something that existed in only in like the, the 80s. But <laughs> when your gay has peaked, you go back to the 80s, which is rollerblading, yeah. oh, roller yeah. skating, and button up shirts. See, it all comes together. It all comes back to the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, the songs were nice. The one um, Connie was teaching oh, on the radio, yeah. and then the song. Playing when Stevani was doing her. The song coming on with Stevani was so good. It was like I that holding yourself. That was a really good song. And also, like, hearing Pearl sing her weird freaking car commercial song <laughs> was super interesting, and I loved every second. It's so her. Like, that's all I can, like, 
Yeah, Pearl, your favorite nerd. song is a commercial. That is so you, 100%. Yeah. Love it. it was really good. It mm-hmm. was just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, they always find really cute ways to say that Stevani is just, like, about loving herself. And it's just, like, the song behind her, as she was, like, hugging herself while skating was just really cute. Yeah, the, the whole Stevani uh, roller um, performance was pretty good, and ending with the split, obviously. So that gave me a really strong reaction. I think I was like, "Oh, honey, like I don't know if you have anything down there, but like <laughs> that would really hurt if you do." Which is not important, but I was just like, "Oh, if you just splits out of nowhere, yeah, yeah, no, no, that, that's that. the natural reaction to splits." I get you. I get you. <laughs> Uh, everyone's just fine yeah yeah everyone's fine um yeah so i think with that we'll um drift over to in dreams uh the connection is that there's also dancers in in dreams uh, i have onion break dancing as my highlight of the episode um yes! uh yeah so uh, ser- speaking seriously um the connection between bismuth casual and in dreams is steven's fear of everyone drifting away from him in this case it's uh manifesting in his dreams he keeps uh worrying about everyone not needing him anymore we open with this whole fantasy sequence of the dance party and then temple as cookie cats uh, so talks like no one oh, needs no. your help. Why are you still here? Um, I've already seen fan art of people drawing this cat as like a whole creature, and I'm just like, oh, wow, no. what, what a surprise standout from the fans for this episode. The cat. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it was because it was from like one of the early early um, promos that they put out for this episode, so we had like advanced time. But it's also like it's a uh, weird thing. Okay. Um, but there's a lot. It is kind of weird. there is a lot of weird imagery again, as as is wont with like dream episodes. It's... What's like the last big dream episode we have with Steven Universe? We've had a couple, but uh, oh, I have yeah. like. There's so many episodes that feel service, maybe I don't know. Yeah, Kiki was pretty recent. Like this also gave me some Chilatid vibes too, where it's like you know the the dreams manifesting and his emotions. It reminded me a lot of the first one of the first time. Was that the first time he had the really weird dream? And then oh man, I don't even remember. It feels like a long time ago. I think you're thinking of Chilatid because that was the first like really crazy dream one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where he was like falling. Yeah, falling seems to be a common thing with Steven. In this case, he falls into the void several times, too. Um, other weird images I want to highlight include Yellow Diamond as a pineapple. Yes. So that, that seems to be very popular. Oh, my God. Very oh my God. Dolphin blue! Yeah. Dolphin blue! And then just White Diamond there made everything really eerie. Like something just her heel. Really just, yeah. just that. If it's that that's all we're seeing of her it's like flashbacks to the first time and it's like it gives me bad vibes <laughs> i don't know i felt freaked out yeah maybe something maybe. bad's gonna happen man steven still thinks of white diamond as the frightening evil villain he needs to take you. down um, i mean oh, wouldn't no. you yeah, like, I mean, maybe. Fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, like to be uh, fair even though this show talks about like trauma a lot i still think shows kind of brush over the fact that there's a lot of trauma that happens with like like he got cut in half like that should be a traumatic event that he, he probably does talk about true. that in the roller ring oh, yeah. just, like, <laughs> as a joke how just how in passing about how she like pulled you out of your body and just <laughs> oh my god this is 
this terrible. Like, it was so cringy because it's like, this is not appropriate first time meeting people conversation, Stephen. But he just but, like could not stop talking. It was so painful. He needed an outlet. They didn't know the context. Uh-huh. They didn't know the context, so they don't know like how horrible this joke is. At least, but we know. And it just sounds weird. Like it doesn't sound I- like a normal thing. I'm honestly kind of shocked Connie didn't, like, start, like, grimacing. Like, oh, God. Connie's <laughs> just like, anyway, let's go roller skating. And she was yeah, just she was there. She saw the whole thing. She's like, right next to him. Like, I mean, I honestly, the hell, think man? this is more evidence that she's already dating him. Like, she's just, <laughs> like, she's just, like, oh, Steven talking about his trauma. Yeah, okay, I honestly think that this is what's happening. <laughs> damn, yeah, damn. Yeah, so, uh, Connie, man, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, so as as evidenced by continuing with Bismuth Casual, the the trauma it, it bleeds in different ways, including in his dreams to various degrees. Um, and this is all surrounded by this whole plot of wanting Paradox to do a better version of the reboots. Um, how do you guys feel about the meta ness of dealing with reboots and storyboards and all? Like, did it land with you, um, Maddie? I saw uh, on on the chat you were reacting pretty well to that stuff. Oh, I just liked uh, how meta it was. It felt like, like I was saying, like, I think everything's like a send off to stuff. And I think they're in a lot of ways choosing some of these and choosing these episodes to like, that's what it feels like. Obviously, there's eight more to come, but like, it feels like that's what this is. Like, it feels like we have this very clear Paradox episode, this very clear Bismuth episode, and we're going to move on to other ones. But this one felt like it was very much a send off to just like. The idea of these episodes that were just focused on this fun, random stuff. And we had so many callbacks this episode to random things they had while making the episodes. And then we also transitioned to just jokes about, like, actually making the episode itself. Like, storyboarding and scripting. And it was just a really... I I thought it was really funny. And I thought it was just very much uh, a love letter to just the whole process of making Steven Universe. Like, we even had, like, we even had Dogcopter in there multiple times. We did have Dogcopter. I like this episode a lot. We even had the drill in the background when Steven had a baby. And it was like, oh, that's, like, (laughs) that's telling. Yeah. Yeah, remember when Paradox Um, got to do cool things? No. She's but doing. It, she's doing things. She, she's doing hobbies. Yeah, things but like, I mean, like I, I think what I think what Stevens. I think what Stevens missing here is this is what him and Paradox have always done. Like he doesn't yeah. get that. I think ever in the episode that like, yeah, they worked with the crystal gems to stop some things, but right in this instance, like when they're like not doing that, they're always just goofing around all the time. Yeah, I mean it's weird because. I mean, I feel like Stephen, part of his thing is still him growing up because part of what made some of the earlier future episodes sad is when the Crystal Jones would try to do something that would would have appealed to him when he was still a kid and having that not work anymore because he's older and his life's more different now. But like, there's some things that he does still enjoy, like Camp Hiding Hearts. I mean, I don't know. It's like interesting though. It's like, Things are definitely changing, but some things still work in terms of him bonding but, with his friends. Well, like, it's also, I, I think that this episode is, like, really hammering home. Like, look, he's doing things because he wants to hold on to the connections that he still 
has, and he's getting ve- yeah. he's getting very desperate in certain certain like in this. Th- there's a scene in in this uh in in this episode where Paradox like can already tell that Steven is getting a bit stressed out by the situation. It's like okay, I'll I'll leave. I'll let you like calm down and stuff. But and then like they like zoom in like from Steven's perspective, they zoom into Paradox's hand reaching for the doorknob. Like, no, no, no. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, like, he, he's forcing himself to do uncomfortable things just to, like keep keep any friendship that he has still intact so like it, it is a bit of a bit of a contradiction as you mentioned like the crystal gems where like uh, they're trying to reach out to him but at the same time i think that it's also just like really digging into the fact that he 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 is imagining in his head that he's losing touch with everyone and that is manifesting itself like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of way like because he's putting himself in these stressful situations if if it works out wrong it might end up happening and so like that's kind of steven's uh, whole deal and why we're seeing the gradual descent into madness for him <laughs> Yeah, I do agree. I hadn't considered maybe it's just that Steven struggling with the ability to evolve his ways of having friendships. So like you're saying, like he's trying to connect to like the old things that used to work when he was younger and situations were different. But what he really needs to do now is just to form new relationships based on something that makes sense in the present. And that's what he's really missing, which is why it feels like it's falling apart. Cause like Steven's not, not friends with everyone who's like, you know, Connie or Lars or Sadie or, you know, but like in his mind, it's like, if things aren't the way they used to be, then like they don't matter anymore. And that's like the whole problem. Steven let, has to like learn to evolve his friendships, which I guess like maybe that's like partially what happened, you know, with Paradise because they're enjoying hating the show that is not a good reboot. But that's like yeah. the, the way that they're bonding now in the moment, which is like the best they can do. It's not. Yeah. It's like maybe that's just the approach he needs to take, like on a grander scale with everyone else. Um, Ali, any thoughts that you want to give into Steven's psyche <laughs> or anything, anything to do? Well, you guys were like on point with everything, really. I just, I want him to dive deeper. <laughs> you want him to get worse? <laughs> no, but well, I don't because you can only get worse before things can, or things can get worse before they can get better. Or at mm. least how that's, that's how it's supposed to go. And I just want the satisfaction, but I also don't want it to end. Um. I really appreciated that Paradot was so worried for him. That yeah. just made me... I, I, I didn't cry, but came kind of close. I didn't really expect it from her, but it kind of made sense in the way that... I don't know. Like They both... She knows what it's like to go through a lot like at once, and she probably understands that's what he's going through. And I don't know. It just made me happy. And sad because I love Paradot, and now I'm sad that the show is going to be over soon. Well, that, um, well, that's an interesting point you bring up with like Paradot kind of having some connection to Steven in terms of this struggle because like that was a thing for a while with her and Lapis that like she didn't have yeah. any idea how yeah. to like open up a relationship or be friend like create friendships and that's true. That, that I was, was just a, that was like a, that with the diamonds. Oh, well, the, yeah, that that as well. But like that, that was a big piece of her character development. So like, it, yeah. it's actually a little bit surprising we didn't really touch on that in this episode. But it, it does speak to how close the the relationship between Peridot and Steven is that like that they can 
paradox it's it's so reaffirming to like see her at the end they're like you know knowing exactly what to say to steven when you know that like three two or three seasons ago she'd have no idea how to react to any of this um yeah uh Matt, maddie anything you want to add with like, with regards to how this episode deals with with steven's whole struggle here um, I think I talked about that a little bit, but I really do like how we explicitly say that Stephen feels like he needs to fix things. He needs he feels like he needs a goal in his friendships for them to matter. He feels like he needs something physical, something like tangible to say like, hey, this is why we're friends. And this is why we continue to be friends. And that makes sense. And that kind of makes sense why I think the season started with Jasper, because Jasper is one of the few people who he still has to work with to help to like help them be better in his eye in his eyes and i think that's why he understands how to talk to jasper a lot better than everyone else and i think he finally sees at least with peridot at least that he can just be friends with people he can just be chill with people and i hope that that it's clear he hasn't fully like internalized that because he didn't get that with connie too but hopefully this continues on and he dives a little deeper into how he feels about things and talks to hopefully the crystal gems before this thing yeah. ends. Mm. Uh, I, I will say I have a bit. Talk to your mom. The, the, the last episode we had just before this batch was prickly pear. It's a little surprising. We didn't follow up on that. That felt kind of like an obvious, yeah, that's true. Like, you know, jump off point, but so far we haven't really addressed it. Um, but the, the finale like is going to be Jasper. I feel like the shoe is going to drop soon. <laughs> the finale of the show is going to be Jasper riding the cactus into battle. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds painful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have we seen the centipede She's yet? tough. Yeah, we haven't seen Wormy. I keep thinking about I mean, do you guys think, so there was like a theory going around, this is like an old theory at this point, but that Steven was going to be so emotionally broken that he was going to turn we're, into We're worms. still on the way there, where the road is still... It fits, yeah. it fits. Big, scary, and pink. Love Steven to be wormy because that'd be so freaking oh hilarious. What if, what if, or like, what if he's wormy, but like they they go off of this whole thing where Steven feels like he needs to connect with people, so he goes evil <laughs> and he like fuses with people evilly and like just oh, gets longer and longer. Holy grandma, he's the evil. Yeah, but like it kind of fits his whole character arc, doesn't it? Where he like feels like he needs to be connected to people. Oh my god, that we get into like. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I don't think it actually is going to happen, but it like surprisingly, I think fits with his arc. To force a fusion, if Steven did that, he would really have to. You know, like I don't they, know how he'd make amends. But, like, I feel like that plays into, like, his gem abilities kind of, like, going out of control. Yeah, like, we, we, like, we could go along the lines of, like, so he's doing it by accident. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so so we'll definitely keep digging into Steven here. Um, other brief uh, pieces. The Connie connection here is that at some point he imagines himself as this hunk, <laughs> hunky guy. Oh, and he's about, he's about to kiss oh, no. the character and it turns into Connie. Then it turns into Connie as Obsidian and then Steven gets stomped on by Connie. So Steven dreams of Connie wanting to step on him. Oh as Obsidian, it's not like that. Steven, I mean, I did honestly think either Steven was going to, like, smooch somebody in his dream, and then I saw Connie, like, oh, okay, well, I guess that. But then he's afraid. He's afraid to kiss. But then he's afraid. 
even so far removed from like normal teenage things. I mean, fine, Stephen, but I mean, <laughs> maybe it's because he fused so early in his relationship with Connie. It's like nothing else will compare. A smooch, get out of here. I felt fusion. But he you, did freak you know? out when he got kissed on the cheek, like, so it's kind of confusing now. So he did shown out. successfully with like Amethyst and Smoky Quartz that you can have fusion that is non romantic. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, but when it's with yeah. somebody you also like, I mean, I no, don't... no, no, it is different. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that, like, he may, he specifically, I think, views most of his fusions as non-romantic. So he doesn't, mm-hmm. and he is half human because I mean, like, all of his fusions have been with people like he clearly is not romantic with, yeah. and so he probably puts kissing on like a, a pedestal in some way because of his human half. Ooh, yeah, it's like an elusive human interaction. He doesn't yeah. really get it. That's true. <laughs> What? Uh, I mean, the way you described it, an elusive human interaction. <laughs> well, that's how Stephen, like we were saying, he hasn't done no, human Michelle, stuff in a while. Michelle, it sounded like it was an elusive thing to you. That's oh, what it no, like no, I wasn't implying that, no. <laughs> I, I, I am saying that explicitly. That's what it sounded like to me. No, it just, it just, I mean, sometimes smooching can It, it just sounded like out of a nature I mean, documentary. Yeah. That's all I was, I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, I think that's where Stephen is in his, I mean, in terms of romance right now. I think it's all kind of a wilderness for him. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. He initiates none of it. <laughs> so I really wonder, like, that that has to come up at some point. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Um, and I, something's going to happen. I'm just scared it's going to be handled badly because Stephen doesn't know what to do about any of that. I mean, it's going to be handled badly, <laughs> Michelle. It definitely <laughs> is. Or there wouldn't be a show. It wouldn't be a show if there was no conflict. The downward spiral must continue. Connie <laughs> uh, uh, tries to kiss him and he turns and breaks everything. They turn into Negus, Stevani. Oh, no. God, please. Um, what would that look like? I don't know. I was joking. <laughs> like exact, exact opposite of perfection. It, 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 just, yeah, it'd be like okay. the color of hollow pearl. Terrible. You know, it'd be like blue and pale, and it'd be bad. Ooh, I like that. Like jelly. And she has like, and she has like the like. She'll she'll have like a, a an undercut or something. <laughs> well, that's okay. Oh, I like. I'm that. into it. You made uh, me into it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Not she. Uh, it's Stevani's there, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, one uh, piece I, I like about this episode, um, that moment where, where Stephen thinks he's woken up from the dream and then Parad- uh, he sees Paradox just kind of stuck watching the TV and then she turns around and it's the the, 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 the oh rainbow, my God. like static yeah. sim- symbol on her. I love and, and, that so and, much. And then, like, she felt very like Rose's room, yeah. that like kind of offness that sneaks up on you you think you're out of it but then surprise you're still in the hellscape i love that energy and, and then it, it gets <laughs> it's du- so and good. it gets doubled right after because like then it follows paradox to that dream house and then the entire screen turns into the rainbow static and it's yeah it just it amps up yeah. the the not, not it's it's the old uh You've, have you ever seen that? I've seen it, but oh, I don't know what I the name of it i know it's not static but like uh oh it, off the air is that what it is it's not it's like, um, it's like the warning thing. 
Like they shut off all the signal. No signal. No signal. No signal. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that's what it is. I knew I knew it was something that you only got when you like if you had an analog TV and you went up to like channel ninety seven or one hundred and three, it'd be those kind of kind of yeah. It's what happens when you mess up real bad. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like I definitely had that as a kid. It's just I forgot the name. Right. Digital TV has ruined this for us. We don't we don't get these references anymore. Yeah. These kids without their no signal things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But back in the old days where we had to like squint through floating pixels because we couldn't get the signal right through the antenna. Yeah. Yes. Where we where we got 480p and we were happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Back in the old days when we didn't get any signal on any cell phone. They didn't cell phone. I had to wait 15 had, seconds for a picture phone. to load on my flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, like you sat at home with the dial tone, waiting for things to load. Oh, I thought you were gonna say dial up. I was like, we're going way back. <laughs> oh, dial up. Yeah. That's what I meant. Not I dial tone. I, I, I was probably a baby when dial up was around. I did not experience that. Uh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I I think I'm like just old enough that I had it as a kid, and then oh, you guys were like yes, on the couch. Did. If I you're younger than me, you absolutely did, Maddie. Okay, then I had it. I just Michelle, you didn't live <laughs> in my house. I don't know my parents <laughs> had. Damn. <laughs> you don't know I, me uh, but yes i think you're right michelle so anyway that symbol means no signal good to, uh, information for life there we go uh, all that means we've gone completely off the rails and we're close to yes. the end yeah the, this entire <laughs> segment of, this, this entire off. segment of the podcast is the audio equivalent of a no signal <laughs> right now uh yeah well i don't know what we're even talking about right yeah, now well, we're just like going through bits and pieces of, of the episode that we haven't touched on yet um stefan is uh, uh, anything with like steven as adults makes me feel bad like steg was an example of this this is also I an example yeah creepy because he still has like a young ish steven voice and he looks too old and it's just wrong it, makes me, it also makes me uncomfortable because he's like flirting with these other the boy I and know. the girl yeah. i know he's flirting with both of them and that's why it's like is he gonna like smooch somebody <laughs> by accident because it's his dream and he's like 16 and then it doesn't happen um, that's the thing but, it's like because it's a yeah, dream but, like you kind of get away with it because you know he's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like he was totally flirting with the guy more the right oh, yeah. oh absolutely he didn't want to do him dirty man those, he him. yeah he, he had a strong connection to him than that girl i would say <laughs> well re- re- yeah. related he, more time he, he understands his character well related to this we have a scene where they have a whole whiteboard and they're like have every Everybody's character arcs and all different co- connections. There's like web of lies at the top. Yeah, yeah. I know that was great. <laughs> web of lies. Uh, do, do you... I mean, can we be honest? Does anybody else feel like Paradox was rebooted? Because I know I do. I feel this. I thought this was like pointing at the sh- like Steven Universe itself and being like, I don't know what they're doing with this character. <laughs> like, where are we? Where they they're writing rebooted. them so weird. I don't know who they're gonna end up. Well, with. I think this is just a cl- uh, classic show that has gone on too long. You know, every show deals with this at some point. You introduce a new character. Or just a soulless. You know, like a soulless reboot. Like it's like, oh, it's been thirty years. How about this team that has no connection to the original show just like makes a money grab and reboots yeah. this thing and it's hot garbage because they don't so, care. So, I feel like that's more what it was saying. Yeah. How I felt about it. Which is why I was like, okay, I'm not even mad they made this joke because yeah. it's back. It's it's no, I, I wasn't saying it was bad. Yeah. It was a good joke. Um Wait, which show? <laughs> it was we mean like old like if you were to make like a Firefly reboot in like another thirty years. 
and like for some reason my mind went to like Degrassi next generation. Oh, that would be even worse. I don't know why. I mean, there are all kinds of reasons. I mean, isn't Degrassi still going in some capacity? Yes. Generation? I don't know yeah. which generation it is anymore. I'm gonna look it up. Oh I'm my curious. god. Um, is Degrassi actually good? I've only ever seen commercials. I for mean, that the, show. The, I mean, the next generation had its moments. Invested. Wait! Alex moment. knows more about this show than I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I vaguely. Oh god. Whoa. I vaguely remember um, some five. many episodes that I, as a young kid. Oh! Oh my god. We found. So hard. <laughs> I am shocked that Alex has consumed a media I have not. Yeah, Holly ha- ha- wow. J had like They're a really tacky J necklace. Oh my god, Holly J! Yeah, and Twitter was so stupid, and then he like kind of got more. Stupid. Oh yeah, Drake was there, right? He, um, he he was still in the wheel yes, in the, in the yes, wheelchair. Really? <laughs> and he gets shot. What in are the we back talking about? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Maddie, I have like I've never watched yeah, okay, this show. So the- there you go. See, like Degrassi Next Generation, like isn't like the most amazing thing, and I never saw the original, so I can't say if it's like a, a shadow of its former self. But like you get invested in the hilarity of the drama anyway. I think no, that's I believe right. you. I understand what the point of the show is, Michelle. Well, well, like, 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 Funny Hearts too. No idea what has you're talking the same about. kind of reboot like appeal. Like it might be ridiculous and make no sense, but you can enjoy the hilarity of the oh, nonsense. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one final thing I did want to touch. The the resolution to this episode is that Paradox and Steven find connection in hate watching a show together. So I did want to throw this out to you at least. What's oh the last ep- what's the last show that you guys hate watched? Uh Maddie, let's go to you first. Oh, you're gonna do this to me, aren't you? You're gonna make me talk about sword art online. Ooh, oh, please explain more, Maddie. You didn't have this. <laughs> what, 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 what oh is God. the fascination with the show? <laughs> like, why do you hang on? I don't know. I watched it. Okay, okay. Before I start, Sword Art Online is like the worst show ever. No one should right? like it. it. And by worst, I mean it's like the most like mediocre, awful thing. And it somehow like has it. It's bad. It has a lot of like sexual harassment. It has a lot of really horrible harem stuff and it's somehow just the worst part of it it's just like boring and the fights aren't good and it's just bad um but my fascination with it is that i have a problem with not like once i start a show i have this un like unstoppable urge to keep watching no matter how bad it is (laughs) yeah it's like because like i have this problem where i'm really good at suspending my disbelief where like I could watch them and be like, okay, I, I I'm buying into the idea, and I did that with this show at the beginning because the first half of this, the first half of the first season of the show, like the first thirteen episodes, were like they showed promise and they showed like something might happen and there was problems with it, but you're like I could look past this because the show's actually okay, and then they just decided, hey, no, we're gonna go worse, and so now I'm stuck with this show. My Alex, I'm stuck with it, and I hate it. And it's and the worst part of the show is that it spawned off worse shows that are like even worse. Uh, okay, my condolences, Maddie. Uh, apologies for your suffering. Like so what I'm saying is, Sword Art Online made a lot of worse shows. Okay, everyone else can now say their worst. Okay, shows. Um, Ali, let's go to you. Let's. Um, I, I I doubt you'll have. I don't know if I could. T- yeah, I, you don't have to top that because that I sounds terrible. That. But like, what's the last show that you watched out of spite? 
I feel like that's the last one I can remember, but I definitely stopped after the second season, and I'm trying to remember if I watched something bad recently. I watched one episode of Big Mouth, and then I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, Big Mouth. Oh, God. I couldn't do more than one episode. episode doesn't doesn't count. count. It's like like a show that you, like, watch, like, a full seasons of that, even though you don't like it. Uh, Supergirl. Okay. Okay. Supergirl. (laughs) Okay, that is a a good choice, because at least that's, like, a show you like to hate, I think. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm still kind of just watching clips and even those the ones that i'm like looking for are terrible <laughs> i have never watched that show but it constantly infuriates because it has like rep it seems like it, it has was a trans so... girl it has a gay girl and it's it, like that's the thing they do at least some of that right they don't write it perfectly yeah the first season was owned by a different network and they had it like down and then oh it changed oh, in the God. second season and then everything just kind of went downhill like oh. they're trying so hard and they're adding a lot of good elements but they're just not executing any of them very well and that's what's that really sucks. disappointing about it all right oh. that's mine all right. um, michelle well, any, anything recent you've hate watched Oh my god, I just finished watching <laughs> Love is Blind on oh Netflix god. Oh with my, my god, friend Matt. And like, the thing is, I have Johnny Wiseau's voice in my head going, Love is Blind. <laughs> like, in that tone, every time the title comes up, and I just crack up so hard. It's the worst, like, piece of, like, disgusting, rotting fluff cake you can imagine. It's so terrible. The plot is that all these thirsty for marriage people, like, get in these pods and talk to, like, mystery people, and they don't see them until they get a proposal. And if they accept the proposal, they have to, like, marry this person in, like, four weeks. Are you kidding? You can imagine the kind of drama that that comes from that situation and there's like a couple of people who are especially just like hot garbage messes of human (laughs) beings and And they totally got a relationship on this show Oh, insane. That sounds like The Bachelor at 10 It sounds like like 90 Day Fiance on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's the one I Literally, like, a month. Like, they meet and get married within a month. And their families get dragged into it. They have to meet each other's no, families. Man. And out wedding dresses. A and month. bachelor parties. It's so bad. All of you should watch <laughs> what it right now. What is this right called? Now. I'm kind of interested now. <laughs> Love is Blind. It's on Netflix. And every episode, the, the hosts that don't matter come back and we're like, all right, it's time to find out. Is Love Blind? <laughs> Michelle, here's my biggest issue with this. Why didn't you watch this with me? I because I watched it with my other friend because he asked first. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Never mind. I'm not mad. I'm yeah, not co- co- context would, here is that several of us have hate watched different things with Michelle because she seems to be a master at this. Uh, I, 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 I recall. <laughs> well, Michelle is just a fun person to watch anything with, watch honestly. Also. And I hate watched that with Alex. Wait, that was such what did, a. What did you say, Michelle? That was Michelle. such a terrible. Weathering-with-you-is-probably-the-other-one-hate-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch-watch
Yeah, that was a pretty bad. Yeah. I uh, we should make clear to the listeners: none of these shows oh, are wrecked, sure, except sure, maybe yeah. Love Is Blind. None of these are wrecked, except maybe Love Is Blind's pretty um, harmless. I, I, I think Michelle, you would recommend things. you, right? Like that, that. That was a show you kept pushing on oh, for hate watching. It was so good, so cringy, but it's so that show, unlike any other show, just pulls you in, and it's insanity of webs of nonsensical like dialogue and thought process. And it's so fun. Yeah, so that, that's probably There's like campaigning so hearts smart. if the characters were murderers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lives definitely holds well, no. true for you. Weren't they murderers? Because they did, Paradox said she did bury a body. Oh. Right? Yeah, they talked about burying a body oh, in the man. show. But I wondered if that was literal, and then I was yeah, like, no, okay. I think that was real. Yeah, that was literal. She killed someone wow, with him. I, I, I missed she, this and then entirely. She said about cheating a card. Wait, with yeah. him? I missed that. Yeah, no, this is at the very end of the episode, they're like fighting, and she's like, "Why are you mad that he cheated at cards if you just buried a body together?" <laughs> yeah, they literally oh, talked about it. Together. Yeah, damn, it was very good. Well, if you su- if you That's survive like... this entire conversation, you figured out that somebody died in this episode. So good job for for li- for listening through all of this. Uh, hey, Alex. Yeah, Alex, this is the furthest off the rails you've gone. Before. Yeah, yeah, but. Although, I, I will, I will argue we are off the rails, but also we are very connected to the material of this episode. So you know, oh yeah, we're totally yeah. on theme yeah, here. So. But I just, yeah, I feel like Dylan's gonna listen to this and be like, "What were you even talking about for like twenty minutes?" <laughs> we were talking about the, How the, did the Grand landscape of media as Paradot would want us to do. I'm sure Paradot has similarly strong opinions about all the shows we just talked about. Uh, any final uh, final um, thoughts about the Steven Universe episodes before we, I begin my spiel about getting out of here? Uh, M- Michelle, any final thoughts? Given the most recent promo had so much of, like, angry pink Steven crashing around, there wasn't enough pink Steven in these two. I want more pink Steven. Give me him lasagna. at the end of his rope insanity i i need to see where that whole where the end is if there is an end okay so michelle approves of the sentence of madness good to know ali your final thoughts yes i'm also waiting to fall into the pit with steven i'm like i need the i appreciate the build-up but i need the payoff but i also want the show to end so it's a very conflicting feeling but i really enjoyed these episodes and i didn't expect like the lightheartedness from the second one. Okay, okay. Yeah. So two votes for the mental breakdown. Uh, Maddie, final thoughts? <laughs> I think I've given enough thoughts this podcast and I won't give you more <laughs> okay. edit. Thank you, Good Alex. Enough. This was a great thought. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take yours as a vote of no confidence on that. Um, I also vote for the mental breakdown. <laughs> so three, three out of four. Um, well, mental well, breakdown. Let, let's, let's see Steven unravel. Come on, we're, we're getting to it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so th- these were very fu- fun episodes. I'm glad to have Steven Universe back in my life. I will try to cherish it for as much as I can, given now we know that the end is near for the future, for Steven Universe future. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we will be here to talk about all, all the final episodes of this show in excruciating detail as you have witnessed up to now. So if you enjoyed this podcast, you can always go to overlyanimated.com and check other stuff that we've talked about in the past. Uh, you can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about Steven Universe or any other animation out there at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. 
You can support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Frankly, if you've enjoyed our ramblings, then we would greatly appreciate any support to allow us to continue meeting up like this. Uh, thanks to our patron of the podcast, especially... Uh, oh, th- thanks to our patron of the podcast, Hope, a.k.a. Katara. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Uh, besides the uh, this final month of Steven Universe... We are also covering other very different shows, such as uh, Glitch Text, Castlevania, um, maybe She-Ra's Around the Corner someday. Um, th- th- a lot a lot of shows going <laughs> on, a lot of um, animated movies as well. Just keep an eye on OverlyAnimated.com to check the, all, all the latest. But uh, yeah, until next week when we get the next uh, two episodes... Um, uh, do I want to read the the names of the episodes? Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't. I want what they are. Is Wormy in one of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't think Michelle, since this is your fan name of this character, I don't think your fan name Wormy is in this pot. Is, is yeah, the you're forgetting he literally is a worm. Wormy is the obvious choice for uh, that. He is a centipede. Uh, if if the thing is actually called Wormy, Michelle, I will like. I get five dollars. Well, I, I will give you five dollars <laughs> if it's okay, actually the, the important. Also, this is assuming you aren't cheating because you work. In nah, come on, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not don't do that. That's not uh, also, I would like to point out I'm that the joking. SpongeBob episode Wormy has one, uh, is describes it as, as big, no, scary, and pink, pink, which might also apply to Steven, Really, thank so. you. I mentioned earlier. Okay. Exactly. That's why it's gonna happen. But yes, Michelle, I will give you $5 if they call it Wormy in any any way, shape, or form. Okay, great. What are the titles? Uh, Growing Pains? Wormy? Um, Okay, okay. And that could be Wormy. And Together Forever. Following along. Oh, Oh, no! Steven's gonna do something bad! I think it's gonna be a a Garnet episode. Mm. Oh wait, okay. That's well, better. well, that's the only way that, that could sound well, nice. Well, we shall see. We shall see. But until next week, when we when Man, together so forever and grand pains come back, we'll be here to talk about them. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> You're not ready to say goodbye, are you, Michelle? No, oh, I. I to think of like what if it starts off as a garden episode and he's like wow you're like so happy and then it all goes wrong yeah you know yeah, that is where that's where i'm like we need together forever uh, too like, just like who even it? knows anymore maddie <laughs> well, what what is on there what is off there anymore <laughs> it's all a blur michelle just say <laughs> bye bye no, we're to- wait are you still we're, we're in the second level of the dream ellie okay Paradox has has the no signal glasses in this level. Come on, Connie. Let's be together Let's forever. Let's this is, honestly, oh, I think maybe he'll try to turn her pink like Lars so that they can be together forever. I, oh Lord! Oh God! To kill her, You're going you know? to college. Oh, Let well. me use you as a portal so we can always see each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, she has to die for that to be possible. We can we can arrange that. <laughs> Connie has to die. Oh Connie, I want to be together forever. 
So I think I think watching Castlevania before this did not help us like stay on top. I didn't even finish it yet. I'm terrified. So don't worry, Connie. Okay, You'll be you dead for five then. minutes. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Oh my now God. we're off the.